Welcome to Bruin Source. This is Isaiah. This is Ed. And we are recording here in the middle of March to go over a special edition episode of Bruin Basketball. It's March uh, Madness, baby, and we barely made it in again. I know. I mean, when I was watching it, I, there was a moment uh, before the last bracket I said, here it comes. Even though we saw teams that were supposedly behind us uh, on the cutoff, I was just like, I'm ready. I'm, my body's ready. We're not going to make it. I'm going to have a peaceful tournament. And lo, lo and behold, we have snuck in. It looks like the, the tourney gods have decided to put us on a Thursday night and a plan ratings even though i'm not even sure it would make that much of a difference at a 9 a 10 p.m eastern game but whatever yeah we we know why the ncaa did this i mean there's some random teams that got the um the buy <clears throat> that syracuse. probably shouldn't have what syracuse right syracuse is yeah the the poster child for that yet here we are we're uh, UCLA as a blue blood playing Michigan State, another you know blue blood to borderline blue blood team in playing game. Like yeah, the NCAA was looking at that, salivating over the like yeah we can we can get some eyeballs on this game if we put it in the first four. That's exactly what they did. I you cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah, and their explanation just basically said that without saying that so you know whatever i mean i, I my the guy actually it, the the committee chair actually joked about it yeah it, it was pretty i'm obvious. like dude you're not joking about this yeah i'm not mad at it only because if we would have won oregon state we would played one more game so let's just say this is the extra game uh and sub it in there obviously the circumstances are different it's in it's in indianapolis not vegas but uh, I think it actually helps our chances with the next round because if we're 11th seed, w- w- you know, coming in rusty, you never know. And the play-in teams usually tend to do better in recent history against their opponent. So uh, it, 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 I think it's leading us to more just BBS. And <laughs> <laughs> if we win, it's going to cause us even more nerves for the first couple rounds, however far we make it. I like uh, Zed messaged me and he said, uh, he was like, so do you have Michigan State going all the way? And I was like, I'm thinking about it now. This could happen. <laughs> I was like, maybe. I got, you- them, uh, I got them in the championship game, I think. Hey, you know that UCLA slash Michigan State, you can't go wrong on that prediction because you got two, two horses in the stable. So we'll see which yeah, one goes. My, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The odds to uh, betting on two teams getting through versus one. I actually think the play-in position works out better for all our brackets, um, as long as we don't change them, obviously, after that game. But a little bit of hedging on, on what team makes it that far. Yeah, well, I don't know. Let's see. Do we get that far? Let's Let's talk about that. Michigan State, uh, so this is a team we played in Hawaii last year. Uh, I think it was our first or second game. I think we had an exhibition game, but we had a big game in Hawaii. It was one of Cronin's first you know, matchups against Tom Izzo, and they were a very much different team because they had Cassius Winston, 
They were just off of, they're coming off of a Elite Eight run, I believe. And they didn't make the Final Four the year before, right? I think it was Elite Eight, um, right when they lost to Virginia. And um, yeah, that team was tough. They they were, you know, seasoned. And this team right now is a lot more flawed. They have big wins. They have beaten Ohio State. They've beaten Michigan. Um, I believe they've beaten Wisconsin as well. Uh, but they've also scored only 37 points against Rutgers. And they've had other games where they've just completely crapped the bed. So it's a very erratic team. Um, they have you know, a good for an Aaron Henry who seems to be, you know, a legitimate all-conference player at some point, but uh, their guard play is lacking. I mean, they have Langford, and, but Watts seems to, to, to not necessarily uh, be much of a challenge for our guards, but I think it's just going to come down to, to the forward play. Um, and obviously limiting our own turnovers because that, that seems to be a theme and, and shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, so, yes, I, I agree with you that this team has shown to be a little bit erratic, but I also slightly disagree. Because if you look at kind of how this team functioned, you know, they started off the year playing decent basketball. And then they kind of, they they hit a month long, I think, or a couple of week long coronavirus um, stoppage. And after that, they struggled for a little bit. But then over the last month, I would say they're kind of rounding back into form and, and playing good basketball again. So it is, yes, they have been erratic, but there has been kind of a up and down re- or a reason for why they've been a little up and down for the um, as, a, as Michigan State, which is, you know, kind of unusual for them. But I, I if I'm willing to bet, I'm not betting against Tom Izzo not having his team ready in March. Like, plain and simple, like, there's no way he's going to have, this team is going to play like they did against Rutgers. I just, I don't believe it. Yeah, that's a fair point. I guess I should take everything in consideration because that's the first game after their postponement. Um, Yeah, I mean, they're going to be a tough team. I, I think you're right, but... I also see a lot of flaws, whether it's like the, the poor shooting. And I think it just depends on us what team shows up. Like if it's the team in the first half of Oregon State and many of the games we played, I think we have a fairly decent chance. Now, if it's the team that shows up in the second half of most of our games, then, you know, and we don't get off to a hot start. Michigan State should control the pace and they should handle us pretty easily, um, you know, going on to, to advance. But. It is very much a toss-up. I, I do agree to your point that they had these more ebbs and flows, more so than just inconsistent, you know, win this one, lose this one. Um, but this is a very much a winnable game. Uh, the same way the past three games that we lost, four games actually, because uh, I'm not even including uh, Colorado. But, yeah, it's... We're on a slide, and I know I feel our team is going to be hungry, uh, and but that's also me just looking at the scouting reports and seeing, you know, Mick is looking to see what adjustments he can make. And uh, I don't know. I, I hope our team is hungry and feel embarrassed by the last four games and their pack tourney uh, showing. So that that's more so where, you know, Michigan State, they they – 
they lost to Maryland, which is also a really good team. Um, but I I do see us coming out. I'm gonna predict us to win this one. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'm going to. You're. I think you're right about forward play being the key. I think Henry on Michigan State is gonna get his. I mean, he he's just too athletic for us to really fully stop I think and he's a very good defender uh, so he is going to be a problem one thing that they have had issues with though are kind of big bodied forwards and Cody Riley I think can be described as a big bodied forward um, and so getting him going I think is going to be key and obviously if we're getting him going we also need to get Tiger going if we can get them running some an effective pick and roll like that could be kryptonite to Michigan state. I think. And the other, other thing that we need to do is turnover. I think you mentioned that their, their point guard is not fantastic. Rocket Watts. He does have a cool name. I will say, um, I mean, but maybe if we can, almost as cool as Tiger Campbell, almost not quite there, but pretty cool. Um, if we can pressure him, put a lot of on-ball pressure on him while he's he's handling the ball and turn him over, I think we can create some some opportunities on offense for us there. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. It's a, it's a winnable game. It is it is tough, and I think you know going up against a, a Hall of Fame coach like Izzo, who's been in March many, many times and has won it all, and it usually goes deep, is is a tough task um, to go up against. But, you know, this is what we hired Cronin to do, and this is Cronin's opportunity to now take his March resume to the next level. And obviously I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not saying that this is the year that he does it, but this would be a great opportunity for him to try to make a little bit of a, a mark and name for himself by being able to to knock off an Izzo coach team. Yeah, and I would prefer not to see Cronin not go 0-2 uh, because I imagine this isn't the last time we'll be playing Michigan State. I actually was wondering, I, and maybe I, sh- I should have looked this up, has he played Michigan State when he was at Cincinnati? I don't know if they ever had. I don't know. <clears throat> I actually, I don't know. Well, that's something to look into. Maybe not, I mean, obviously the game's tomorrow, so not for this one, but if we play them again. Um, yeah, but I'm going to go ahead and, and predict the win. Uh, I, I was telling, we were talking about it, you know, before we recorded, that I was on a, a game, a, a streak of predicting losses, and it's much easier to do that at UCLA with major sports. So um, predicting a win, I'm going to, you know, side back on my optimistic, my usual optimism, go back into that pool, and hopefully it works out for our team and my bracket. I mean, actually, bracket's okay regardless of who wins, but yeah. Your last three or four um, predictions does not override the last 10 years of wrong predictions. I will just say that. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm turning a leaf here, so this is all uh, part of it. I, I hope so for the, the sake of our team this um, tomorrow. Don't I will not be making a prediction on this game. me, Cronin, please. <laughs> or I won't make another prediction 
until football season comes around. Oh, God. Oh, God. Nobody, we don't want to hear those yet. Oh, man. They're going to be good. Just wait till the off-season hype and fall camp rolls around. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to hear the first, like, decent, not even good, decent news that, like, DTR threw a, a 10-yard slant perfectly, and you're going to start predicting an undefeated season and a playoff win. It's going to happen, man. I'm telling you. Oh, we also made a wager. Uh, I said that UCLA football would make a Rose Bowl before we make the Final Four. So uh, before 2026. So that's our deal at the moment. Um, yeah. So a lot is riding on this for this game uh, because I got to build some momentum on my predictions and uh, and prove Zed wrong for the next 10 years to overcome the last 10 years. So go yeah. Bruins. For the sake of me. Um, I'm looking forward to my uh, Jordan brand jersey in the next couple of years. Yeah, sure. Do we get one jersey per every time we make a Final Four or Rose Bowl? Is that, or is it just one? No, I actually like that. Let's do every, every appearance. <laughs> every, every appearance. Right. Different number, different jersey, different legend. I'm gonna get a it's Moses gonna get Brown. really expensive for you. Moses Brown is gonna be one that I'll get for you. Hey, the goat. He's uh he's already solidified himself as as a legend in my mind. Pretty much one game, one hit. Um, but okay, so if we beat Michigan State, if big if, I mean actually I'll say when when we beat. Uh, we have a BYU, a tough team that uh, seems to be physical. BYU, I just always assume, is older. I haven't read the reports. I just assume they're older guys, older white dudes, but I may be wrong. Um, and they, uh, you know, they gave Gonzaga a pretty good test. I remember that game. Um, I don't know. I think they're also considered to be seeded pretty high. And, and with that, I think that's also a pretty winnable game. And they get a tough out, whether it's Michigan State or us. It will be us. So when we play them, um, yeah. What do you do? You have any thoughts on BYU as an opponent? Yeah, I do. I mean, both Michigan State and BYU are bad matchups. Michigan State because they're more athletic than us and they have some size. Um, BYU, I think, is a bad matchup also because they can shoot the three ball really, really well. And as we've shown, we're very susceptible to defending the three-point line. Um, And we've been very, very poor at times this season stopping the three. Uh, So BYU feels like a team that could just shoot us out of the gym if they get hot from three. Obviously, you know, relying on jump shooting and three-point shooting that extensively can go wrong, especially in a one-game format. If you're cold and you miss a bunch of shots, uh, it will backfire, but all season long, they have been shooting it very well. And so, uh, unless we somehow figure it, it out and become um, brick wall defenders at the three-point line, uh, I don't see that game going particularly well for us. Um, but that is just what I have seen about BYU and read and looked at their stats and knowing how our team has defended 
Um, yeah, I just I don't think it'll end well for us. On the flip side, I do think we have some advantages over them. I mean, again, it's similar to the MSU game. It's like we need to get Cody Riley going, and that would be a game we would need guys like Juzang and Singleton and um, Bernard to hit their own threes um, at a high clip to, to possibly keep up with them. So, um, yeah, we'll see how, how that, if we even get into that situation, how that goes. But uh, it's, a, again, another tough out. Yeah, so I'm going to predict the win there as well. Um, two in a row. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> and then uh. there's a chance we play a Texas team. Uh, or, I mean, they, they they also have a matchup against uh, Abilene Christian, but they should handle business. But again, it's March Madness. This is why we have this moniker um, for the month. But uh, if we play Abilene or Texas, uh, I don't even know those teams, but I'm going to predict a third win and us going to Sweet 16 because, you know, that's how much faith I have in Cronin. I think... Uh, I have but, watched Texas play. What, what are your thoughts there? Texas, I think, um, you know, it feels like Shaka Smart is finally rounding into form there. Um, in a bubble, they're probably one of the best defensive teams in the tournament, in my opinion. Um, but their offense is slightly lacking, which which obviously impacts their defense. And uh, they just, they have a lot of size and athleticism and they can just they can stifle you and so yeah again it's it's the tournament so every game is a tough game but this is an again a third game where I don't see any clear advantages for for UCLA um not now that being said they're beatable I'm not saying they're like a world beater like Gonzaga type clear uh, juggernaut right now but you know, it would be a tough task for us to beat this team, and that's another team that we would need to make sure our guys like, you know, Bernard and Juzang and, and Singleton are, are hitting their jump shots from deep, um, which hopefully would open it up a little bit for Riley, though I think he would struggle against against that Texas front line. Um, so Yeah, and Texas has some great scorers as guards as well. That's another thing to point out. So they will get yeah. their buckets. Right. So, yeah, it's it's another tough game, and and I, we haven't really mentioned this, or we did briefly, but again, a, a lot of the, these games rest on Tiger Campbell's ability to to be effective. Um, like he needs to get into the paint and either be able to drill that little um, floater he has, or kick it out to an open shooter. And if he's not doing that, then we're sort of done for in any of these games we just talked about. Um, yeah. Yeah, I am now thinking about Texas. I'm going to slow my brakes and say, if we play Texas, <laughs> we will lose. I can't mess up my record here. I say we. So my prediction is Michigan State, BYU wins, and then we lose to Texas. So a round of 32 loss? Yeah, that's that feels right to me. And, uh, you know, I... I think that is something if we were to accomplish that, be proud of and be ecstatic with this group of guys and with the injuries and the departures this season that we've had. 
amidst a context of the coronavirus where, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, we still haven't had any delays because of that or stoppages. So it is, um, I think that'd be a big success for this team. And again, another, you know, pointing us in the right direction, another sign. Agreed. Um, yeah, so we're almost at the conclusion of, of men's. On the other side, we have the women's, who are the three seed going into the tournament. Um, and, yeah, it's exciting because this team is in a region that I think is probably one of the toughest regions. You know, they're, they're in with South Carolina and Maryland, which will be two tough opponents if they get you know, that far, but there's a chance that they also play Texas if they beat Wyoming. I don't know much at all about Wyoming. Um, Texas is the sixth seed, so it would be, you know, the third versus the sixth. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the girls are going to continue rolling. I'm, I'm excited to see what Michaela can do on the big stage. Osborne, Natalie, you know, uh, all of them. So yeah, it's, those girls are they're going to be rolling. Um, and I think the toughest matchup is going to be when we play Maryland, uh, possibly in the Sweet 16. So that is where things are going to get interesting after the first round. I mean, first and second round. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as the, the women's team doesn't have any sort of mental lapses like they did in the Pac-12, we should, you know, hopefully minimum get to the Sweet 16 and, and hopefully even deeper than that, um, it, 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 and usually I, I feel like we get locked and loaded when we're in the tournament. That being said, we are still kind of, in many ways, this is uh, similar to the men's team as, you know, a little undermanned. We are missing players, right? And so, our bench is a little shorter than it should be. And, and our, our team, you know, we don't have a, a lot of size on this team um but you know i think we're we'll hopefully be be locked in and and ready to go i think the um yeah so looking at this bracket we could very possibly i think like you mentioned play you know the two seed maryland if we are to beat wyoming and texas going forward which would be a fun game um and that would get us into the uh, Sweet 16. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I feel better about the women making a deeper run, obviously, than the men's, just based on their seeding and the way they've played this year. Um, you know, Corey Close has this team, again, usually locked and loaded, and we don't overlook a lot of teams in the tournament. So let's hope we keep that going and... Um, have a have a good run here. Yeah, and I also want to give a spe- special shout out to the other LA school that is in the tournament for both men's and women's Mount St. Mary's. Um, you know, shout out to them because there is another school that couldn't do it, and so it's good to see at least two schools can do it in the region. Um, yeah, <laughs> so go Mount St. Mary's. Hopefully, you upset you know on that 16 seed. That would be very exciting just to mess up cause some madness but also the girls good luck to the girls because it'll be cool if they beat maryland as well and the women's yeah 
that would uh, that would help us out a little bit. Then we'd either play North Carolina or Alabama, hopefully, in that third game. And while I say um, that, I realize that I just confused Mount St. Mary's. This is the one in Maryland. But regardless, I stick to my point that the other school <laughs> sucks. <laughs> uh, so, so the Mount St. Mary's in L.A. did not have both teams. Correct. But the one in Maryland did, and because they share the same name, my point still stands. USC sucks. Yeah, well, that always does. I'm... Well, they're not even in the women's bracket, but I'm. Who do they play? I'm. I'm looking for upsets in my brackets, and so they're gonna lose to Drake or Wichita State. So yeah, either or go Shockers. And Enfield doesn't even know. They ask. I asked him a question about it, and obviously he gave some shade yep. of some just the the typical just douchey. I don't know my geography or Middle America. Um, you know, so they have some bulletin material. Hopefully, they get it done. Either school. Yeah, we will. We will all be Drake fans and Shocker fans. Yeah, Drake fans for once. For yeah, yeah, <laughs> for one of us at least. True. Um. um cool. Uh, I think with that we can we can wrap it up. This is um been our march madness special um i'm sitting on pins and needles to get to tomorrow to get um get this game going and and hopefully your predictions continue being right and my predictions well i didn't predict that game but my pessimism um subsides a little bit (laughs) that's what i'm here for don't get also don't don't believe zed's baloney when we it gets near the game as soon as we get on the run he goes into his mode where he doesn't text anybody and he has too much hope and then so <laughs> his hope comes but it just comes right before tip off so i'm not believing any of it yeah that's true i can't i can't keep myself from um not hoping at the the final minute and that's the that's the problem then the hope there's too much hope you know yeah. when it's zero zero it's anyone's game still <laughs> Yeah, whenever it's a tie, it's just it's no it's it, like it's no man's land for Zed. It's it's just I I feel for him. I'm like, ah, oh, this is the worst result. Oh, like these the these <laughs> these past few games have been just brutal, just because they they build up that lead and you have not just hope but confidence. And deep down inside, I should know that they're gonna let me down, but um, I still. I still uh, still have the confidence that we're going to win at that point, and then it just crushes you. Yeah, so Zed is predicting a win. He just won't say it. Uh, he is the basketball version of myself, and I am the football version of him. So we both hold that place. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Hopefully Mick, Mick Cronin proved me wrong for at least one game. Um. I will say I won't be as upset to lose to Michigan State, but if somehow we get through and then we get crushed or destroyed by BYU, I'll be more annoyed. Is that is that crazy? I just something about BYU really irks me. I understand it, but also they are a three-point shooting team in March Madness, and they usually tend to to do pretty well for the first few rounds until they flame out. So 
I wouldn't be mad just because of the makeup of the team, but the fact that it's BYU, yeah. I right. Agree. I agree. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. The fact that it's BYU, if it was like any random other school that was good at shooting threes, then I'd be like, okay. But also, before we get, get off, I do want to um, say the Belmont Bruins, the other Bruins, did get snubbed. They did. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Our Southern counterparts, um, they, they, they were left, you know, they didn't make it on top of the line. And we usually, I think they, they're a pretty exciting team when they make the tournament too. So when I saw that, I was kind of disappointed. But it's okay. We'll yeah. carry on the Bruin legacy. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah true. Hopefully. All right. Well, with that, I think we will sign off. Um, we're hoping for a very good result tomorrow. Fingers crossed. We'll be doing our voodoo rituals and every other ritual to have good luck for UCLA tomorrow. And as always, go Bruins. Go Bruins.